Hey, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite show, the Sink Boys podcast. Sink Boys! We got some picks today. We're going to run through our records from yesterday. Um, pretty, pretty solid day for the boys, Jack and Joe. Starting with the NHL, 6-1 and one yesterday. 6-1. Starting with uh, my picks from yesterday, we got Columbus. I took Columbus and the over. I took it as a performance player double or one of those um, money line total parlays. Columbus lost 4-3, but they hit the over. So one and one there. Following up. Montreal and Florida, I took separately Montreal, uh, no, Florida spread minus one and a half and the over six and a half. And they both hit with a 7-4 win. You know, Florida is just goal-scoring machine. It was just a matter of time when they were going to pull away. I was watching the, the, the rerun today on NHL Network, and their, their first goal of the game is shorthanded. You know, they could score at any time. Montreal is pretty inept, but they could they they give up goals, but they score goals. So the over was definitely the play there, but Florida covered. Minnesota uh, Philly was my next game. I took Minnesota just to win by uh, minus one and a half at a minus one twenty six value. Solid, you know. They just beat up on the Flyers. Not a great team. And Minnesota's coming into their own before the playoffs. They're going to start pulling away in the central and be the easy uh, second or third favorite from the West. Colorado and Calgary. So I had a a pretty crazy day yesterday. Yeah, this game pissed me off. I think we both went into it thinking it was an under game, though. Dude, I, I'm pretty sure I said on the pod yesterday that I was going to take the under. Or I said it, maybe it wasn't on the pod, but I was like, yo, I know that these two teams can score, but my gut feeling is the under. And what did I do? I took the over. What is wrong with me? I, I don't trust my gut. Anymore. Colorado is a high-scoring squad. They're, it's the reason why they're the best team in the league right now. <clears throat> The problem is Calgary wasted all their goals on the Battle of Alberta game against the Oilers. Scored nine goals. Like, that doesn't happen every day. Uh, You can pretty much guarantee the next game they're not going to put up as many goals unless they're the Leafs or the the Panthers. kind of just score at will. Um, But I took this game, the Stars game, and two others as Moneyline total parlays over 116,000 odds. The under of the Calgary, uh, Colorado game, Cal- uh, Colorado to win, and the under in the Dallas Anaheim game and Dallas to win. Both teams came back and won and kept it under the under, with the the stars also being down to one, and they they <laughs> kept it under five and a half, and they won. Unbelievable! I was sweating that whole one out. Panic attack in my bed. How are you? But I took <laughs> Dallas three-way and Colorado money line. I hit on both of those. So I went six and one. Pretty solid day. Pretty happy about it. Up in units. 
fucking sync boys right here. Yes, guys. Yeah. Um, yesterday I had kind of a weird day. Um, I, I mostly use FanDuel, but I had money in my bed MGM that I kind of forgot about. Um, and I ended up at like 3 a.m. two days ago putting in a five-leg one-game parlay for the Bucks sixers game. Totally forgot about it. And then I got this notification after the game from BetMGM. They were like, oh, those plus 4,000 odds didn't scare you away. Congrats on the win. I was like, what? I looked at my account and I hit um, – it was like – I think I put – Five bucks on it, one two hundred. How you doing? Bad. But then, <clears throat> Fanduel, I put together a Drew Holiday and then uh, two player performance doubles. I went three for three on the Drew Holiday. He he played really big in that game. I watched the end of that game. He definitely was a difference maker towards the end. I mean, obviously Giannis had a big second half. He actually missed a free throw to keep it at two at the end, but then. Pretty frustrated on the bench, but then when the Sixers had the opportunity to tie the game up, Harden missed a three. Uh, Joel got the rebound, and Giannis came out of nowhere and blocked his shot. So he definitely made up for that. Buck sealed the win. I needed that pick for one of my parlays, which was Giannis and the Bucks to win. Giannis scored 35. He locked that up pretty easily. But um. My parlays obviously weren't matched up the right way, I guess, because my Drew Holiday parlay hit. But then Caruso, I don't even know if he scored a single point. I had him for two threes. That missed. But the Bulls won. Brunson, Jalen Brunson on the Mavs, his points over didn't hit. The Mavs won. So I missed that parlay, but I did go technically, I guess, five of seven on that one. And then I had another parlay with Giannis, the Bucks to win. Drummond to score a double-double, and the Nets to win those two hit. I had the Jazz minus nine and a half, and I was up late last night watching this game. They were up like 18 after the first quarter. At the half, they were up like 12, and then midway through the third, they were up 21 or something like that, and I'm staring at $160 cash out on a $5 bet. Max winnings was only 200. I don't know why I didn't pull the trigger. Like, what a, what a stupid-ass mistake. Because the Clippers and Paul George, first game back, ended up storming back and winning the game. So that minus nine and a half was way off, but definitely should have taken the cash out. Overall for the day, if I separate all the picks, I did go 14 out of 17, but uh, only came out with that uh, bet MGM one. Dude, it's so hard to fight the urge to like just just stay strong. You know, it's it might pull through. I didn't even... For my bet, if I didn't, if if I had a cash out option, I probably would have. I totally, I totally would have taken. Yeah, the anxiety is just like you just you want to hold out the hope, but sometimes things go wrong very fast, and that cash out drops, and you hold out that hope. My cash out, they were up ten, you know, at that at that exact point for the nine nine and a half, and the cash out was eighty five. And I still didn't take it, you know, like still holding out that hope. But I think if the Jazz were at home that game and they had the crowd behind them, they would have pulled it up. But anyway. I got a little, little, little sidebar here. Uh, I was telling you I watched Crazy Rich Asians for the first time. 
and it's kind of like a romantic movie it has nothing to do with sports but the beginning of the movie the 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 main lead girl is she's teaching something about game theory and cuz she's a college professor and she beat this guy with they were playing poker for the class and everybody could see their cards but they couldn't see each other's and she had nothing and she won and she said when when you're playing not to lose like we are uh you make some pretty erratic decisions some pretty bad decisions especially when you get defensive um it's a lot easier to try to win than to play not to lose so when you're cashing out uh that's a really good point dude Definitely didn't know where you're going when you started that, but I like how you closed it out. Let's yes, go. Like. You know, how are you? <laughs> so I think we should start uh, today, March 30th, on the hardwood. Joe's got some picks for us. Pretty solid picks. What's up, Joe? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. What, what ends up happening is I, I, I have all these, like, I have, like, five or six teams that I think are – are surging into the playoffs right now. I mean, some teams on paper, if you look at their records the last five, 10 games, and they're not necessarily looking too hot, like the Timberwolves. I'll start with that game. They're they're at the Raptors tonight. They're one and three in their last four, but uh, three of those, all three of those losses are to three of the best teams in the NBA. So I'm not really like, that's not really scaring me. I don't think that they're cold. That's really the point that I'm getting at. But um, they're in their last game against Toronto. They lost 103 to 91, but they had extremely poor shooting from D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Malik Beasley off the bench. I think all of them were like together, were shooting around 25% from the floor. I don't see that happening again. And with a 12 point loss, Let's just say they make 35% of their shots as, as a collective that, you know, this game is definitely closer, but um, the Timberwolves have taken down some of the best teams in the NBA in the last month. And the Raptors have definitely held their own, but um, I see the Timberwolves uh, winning this game. I took them minus five and a half. They are dogs at plus plus one sixteen, but I took them minus five and a half for that added value. Um, I'm not particularly a fan of like, like very small spreads. I feel like, especially when it like a game is more likely to get down to two or three points, a team misses a shot and free throws bumps it up. So there goes like your spread. Most that's like a, most of the time what happens in basketball games at the end. So I like taking spreads of like five, six, seven points. Um, but my go for it pick like my send it pick for this game is the wolves minus nine and a half my safe pick is the wolves money line um i don't have a player prop i would go with malik beasley's threes off the bench but he that that prop is not available for tonight for whatever reason um Moving on to the Heat and the Celtics. Boston is by far the hottest team right now. I mean, not by far, but they are the hottest team in the NBA right now. I went over in the pod the last time. Um, They went to overtime with Toronto without Tatum, Brown, and Williams last game out. Those are their three probably most important players. Um, Maybe Marcus Smart is in there, actually. But they are 2-0 against the Heat on the season. 
one of their wins was, was in October that kind of sparked this massive run that they're on. And the other win was in January when they were really getting going with that huge win streak. They did lose Robert Williams for two to four weeks, some type of injury. I, I didn't check the exact injury, but he's, he's going to be out for a little bit. Um, and Miami is nine and 12 in their last 21 games against playoff teams. I really don't like the heat. I feel like they, uh, dude, I don't really know how to describe it. I think I mentioned in the pod that they were, there's not enough star power. I don't like their players. They, they were seen fighting with each other on the bench the other day. I think Tatum is going to come out. He knows how important this game is. He's a big-time player that plays big and big-time games. I have him scoring 40 points, hitting five threes, and the Celtics winning by 10. My go-for-it pick pick is Celtics minus 9.5. Value pick, Celtics spread, minus 4.5. Safe pick, Celtics money line. It's minus 200, but... You know, you, you take what you're going for here. I'm, I, I like to send it, like, I like three or four-leg parlays where, you know, I do the research and I figure, you know, this is a huge game. Like, I think Miami is number one in the standings right now in the East, and the Celtics are one game out. Well, I don't could, think that they have any plans of slowing down. No. And you could look at it one of two ways. It's it's you're 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 padding the odds by putting together parlays like things you think are definitely going to hit. For instance, Minnesota's plus one sixteen, I think, on the money line, and that's that's great value. But if you don't believe the Celtics are going to cover or they're going to win by just a couple points, uh, adding the minus two hundred five to a plus one sixteen is going to be like a plus one fifty plus two hundred. You know, and that's that's really good value. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think that I'm, I'm a little more skeptical in terms of the Wolves-Raptors than I am the Heat and the Celtics. Um, I mean, obviously the Heat can hold their own. They are the best team in the East right now, but I think the Celtics are, are too hot at the right time. And uh, the, the Celtics are at home. So this, this is a must-watch game, in my opinion. I will be glued to the screen. And I will be fired up if Tatum has a good game. I really like his game. What about uh, the next Memphis one? Game? I was just about to say that. Memphis is 5-0 and with no jaw. I think they're now 18-2 and without him on the season, which is pretty much unheard of when you talk about, you know, a, a good team, great team at this point in the year, um, playing without their best player. It's it's really rare for them to be that good without them, but they've won their last five straight without job by an average of 23.8 points per game. And um, in those last five, they played three playoff teams, good playoff teams winning by an average of 21.6 a game. Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks leading the charge. And then um, Melton off the bench shooting a three. He had seven the other night and six, the last game. So, He's he's that's that's huge coming off the bench, having that much production, especially from behind the arc. I have Memphis, especially because of these differentials. I have Memphis minus 14 and a half tonight. The spread is minus five, but. I uh, Memphis is rolling over people right now, and 
I, I, I can't see. I mean, you could take Memphis money line. It's minus 205, pretty much just like that Celtics. But uh, I, I see Memphis absolutely hammering San Antonio tonight. And yeah, then, dude, I'm a, I'm 100% behind that. And I love Desmond Bain. It's just he's been like monster. He's been our him and um, who's the other guy? <clears throat> him and campaigns assists when Chris Paul was out. Those have been like the horses we've been riding all year. Yeah, player props for sure. But um, the last game I wanted to touch on in the pod, you know, you don't release everything because that's you know, don't we'll save that for later. But tonight. Suns at the Warriors. Suns, best record in the NBA. Efficient across the board. CP3 is back. The team is clicking. CP3 has command of the offense and the defense. Both te- he, He's running the show. When he's on the floor, he's running the show. And Booker's playing amazing. I had him for 35 in the Suns to win. Last game, he had 36, 22 in the first quarter. He he, dude. I I love his game too. Him and him and Tatum, I think are. I mean, it's it's pretty clear that they're rising stars in this league. But um, Booker, especially after last year losing in the finals to Giannis and the Bucks, like these guys are on an absolute mission because they proved to themselves last year they can get there. I think that they're trying to prove to the rest of the league that they're they're on a mission to win the NBA championship this year. And then Golden State is an absolute shit show. I don't even want to get going on them. I think a little bit has to do, and you just hit on it. Um, we're kind of Golden State fans. Like, uh, I'm a little bit like looser with my NBA fandom, but you're definitely a Steph Golden State guy. And I think, I mean, the the questionable. Uh, injuries and whatnot we don't know exactly who's starting or what's going to happen but we're both very in-depth fans of the Warriors and when they're not playing well it's a little bit more accentuated so I think I think it's a good letdown spot for the Suns because the Warriors are still a good team it's just I think we're we're a little bit biased in saying oh the Warriors aren't playing well so lock I mean dude look Golden State lost six out of their last seven, 11 out of their last 16. Quality and teams? Average. I mean, they're not winning big games. I got this. I got their games log right here. Lost to Memphis. They lost to Washington. They lost to Atlanta before, and then they beat Miami. Not really sure how that play, how that happened, but I mean, that can even speak more to my Celtics pick, to be honest, but before that, they lost to Orlando. They lost to San Antonio. They got hammered by Boston. They won a couple in a row against Washington, Milwaukee, Denver, L.A. But then before that, five-game losing streak. Like, dude, they're they're dead and gone, in my opinion. Even when Steph was healthy, he wasn't the same. He's not – like, he's shooting career lows from the field and from three. His points per game average is kind of slacking. Dude, I, I, I'm not – I know this Warriors team in and out, and like Jack said, we are like kind of like closet fans of them, I guess. But I see the Suns. I took them minus nine and a half, too. Their spread is around four or five, just like the other two games. And I see the Suns absolutely hammering the Warriors. 
Um, I do want to mention my home run pick of the day is Jason Tatum, 40 points. Jason Tatum, five threes. Celtics, minus nine and a half. Devin Booker, 35 points. Devin Booker, four threes. Suns, minus nine and a half. Pretty clear cut. Both these teams to win by 10 pretty much comfortably. I see them even winning by 15 or 20. And then uh, the two stars, the two scorers on each team uh, showing out on the big stage. I I mean, the odds were plus like 45,000. But to me, it feels like very possible. I put 25 on it to cash in an 11K. How are you? And no, I wasn't disagreeing with you. I don't think you think this, but uh, I'm 100% with the Suns reasoning in that pick. Um, The only thing in this pick, though, this last one, is uh, you got to hope that there's no blowout so these guys get continual minutes. They can keep putting up points, but it is good that the two teams that they're facing are the the Heat and the Warriors. You know, they should keep it close. Not, 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 not like five points close, but not like 25. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a good point. We have been shafted by those exact, exact circumstances a couple of times recently. Um, you know, guys not playing in the fourth quarter. Like I'm pretty sure I had a bet uh, like three or four nights ago with Booker 35 and the Suns to win and Tatum 35 and the Celtics to win. It's pretty much an exact replica of what I have tonight minus the threes. And uh, Booker had 36 and the Suns won, and Jason Tatum had 34 and the Celtics won. But the reason why he couldn't get more points is because they took him out at the end. They didn't play him much in the fourth. When he did play, he only took two shots. And, you know, like I got shafted because they were up by 25 points. I would have, that one would have been like a $700 winnings. And his threes but, hit. Um, we took that separately. Yeah. His threes hit the last one he needed to make. I think he hit his fifth. And then they took him out with like five minutes left or something. Is it time yeah. to move over to the ice, boys? It is, boys. All right. I'm going to start ripping them off. Starting in Buffalo, Winnipeg is visiting. Uh, goalie matchup, Anderson Hellebuck. Um, my pick here is Sabres Moneyline. I think Winnipeg is just – has been a 500 team this year. Nothing special. Uh, dropping games to good teams, bad teams. Um, Hellebuck's kind of had a down year. Um, obviously, he won the Vesna two years ago. Had a great year last year as well, but this year he's he's very average. Uh, Craig Anderson, the the fossil, uh, he's, he's still kicking and he's still making saves. Uh, he's going to be... In net for Buffalo tonight, and I like him to carry them to the win. Uh, no easy goals for that for the uh, for the Jets, and I expect Buffalo's young squad to to keep on kicking. Um, they're uh, six two and two in their last ten. Next, New York and Detroit. New York is typically a team I like to take uh, the under for especially if the under is set at a six and a half Rangers never like consistently a super high scoring team. And with Igor in that, he's usually stopping pucks uh, at a pretty good rate, uh, just over like a two ten goals against average on the season, I believe. 
and leading the league in save percentage. But um, they got Georgiev in that. Igor's out tonight. And the Red Wings are one of my four over teams in the NHL. They uh, score a lot of goals and they let up a lot of goals. I'm not taking a winner. I'm just taking the over. Over six and a half. I think it's minus 106 or 102. Um, next one, Kings in Edmonton. Um, <laughs> what I have wrote down here is uh, one team can stop pucks and can't score. One team can't stop pucks but can score. The latter being <laughs> the Oilers. The Oilers I'm taking on a three-way 60-minute line uh, at minus 125. Edmonton got kind of shit on the other night in the Battle of Alberta, uh, letting up nine goals. I think they pulled goalies, so both of those goalies kind of shared the load that night. Uh, I think they bounced back. Uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid just go on an absolute tear, probably three points each tonight. Um, probably can't take that on FanDuel, but I think that would be a really good value play. Uh, and last pick of the night, I was originally going to stay away and I was going to go with Seattle, um, uh, instead, but I'm staying away from the Vegas Seattle game and I'm going with Vancouver, uh, Bennington bad year. His backup is having a, uh, genuinely like much better, much better year, uh, in Huso. I don't know his first name. But um, Bennington's in that tonight. He's not having a great year, like I just mentioned. And Thatcher Demko, who's having a great year for Vancouver, um, he'll be in net for the Canucks. I like Canucks straight-up money line at minus 115. Um, St. Louis has been a a big-time letdown squad this year. I think earlier in the season, they established themselves as – a top 15 team in the league playoff team. And they're very vanilla. They're very 500. Sometimes they don't get goals. Most of the time they don't get saves. Uh, Vancouver with a new coach. It's been a while now with barbecue Bruce, but he's, um, (laughs) he's he's really settled down that squad into uh, being more consistent, getting wins. And I think, the fact that they're on the fringe for the playoffs and St. Louis is pretty uh, comfortably nestled in a playoff spot, I think um, – well, I know. I think St. Louis is in a wild card, but I think Vancouver is just hungrier. I'm going to take them on the money line. And those are my plays. I'm staying away from Arizona San, San Jose tonight. That is, <laughs> that is just a trash game, and who cares? Those teams both wow. suck. Um, and Eric Carlson, fuck him. He used to be my favorite player. He's a scumbag. <laughs> so that's what the Sync Boys are rolling with tonight. Follow us on Instagram, C I N Q B O Y S. This is the Sync Boys signing off. March 30th picks, NHL, NBA. How are you? Go Celts, go Suns. Let's have a day. Go Rangers, yes, Detroit, please. over. Yes, please. Yeah.